Jacobs. Sources reveal the name of an off-duty officer who shot and killed a man in D.C. I'm Gigi Barnett. A Naval Academy midshipman has been found dead. A look down the road toward improving this busy commuter route. I'm Neil Augenstein. It's 7 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Police near Indianapolis are trying to pin down a motive in a mass shooting at a mall. Three people were killed at a food court, two injured. Heather Arthur was back to school shopping with her daughters when shots rang out. Gunshots started ringing out, probably about 20 of them, and everybody just started stampeding. I just looked at my kids and I told them, come on, let's go. Police say the gunman was shot dead by a bystander who was carrying a licensed gun. A new report and hours of body cam footage, home in on the chaotic response to the mass shooting at an elementary school in Texas. Reporter Chris Fox from Uvalde. The Texas State House report showed that nearly 400 law enforcement officers responded to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary in Uvalde. The report cited a lack of leadership by law enforcement, inadequate school safety measures, and missed red flags about the gunman. House Committee Chair Dustin Burroughs. Some of the same systems that we found here that failed that day are across the entire state and country. And I do not want to say because of one thing or one person here, it could not happen elsewhere. A jury in Broward County, Florida, will begin considering the fate of Parkland school shooter Nicholas Cruz today. WFOR-TV's Nicole Lauren. The 12 jurors will hear the defense present mitigating factors to spare the life of Cruz. Those include his young age, his mental health issues, and the death of his parents. Former President Trump's White House advisor Steve Bannon goes on trial for refusing a subpoena from January 6th investigators. Former federal prosecutor Lori Levinson. If Bannon is able to get before this jury that he's now willing to comply, there might be some jurors who would say that they won't hold him in contempt. But the government will undoubtedly argue that Bannon doesn't get to play games with Congress. The heat is on in the central U.S. and overseas. I'm Vicki Barker at the Foreign Desk in London. Record heat on this side of the Atlantic has sparked wildfires from Morocco in the western Mediterranean to the Greek island of Crete in the east. Thousands of firefighters deployed, tens of thousands of people evacuated. The U.K. is under its first ever heat-related national red alert with warnings of severe risk to human life and health. It could hit 140 four degrees here for the first time ever this week. A West Virginia woman woke up from a two-year coma and pointed a finger at her brother as the attacker who left her for dead. Jackson County Sheriff Ross Mellinger. The, the real thing we were missing up to this point was someone who could tell us what happened. You know, just recently the, that actually came to fruition where she was able to not only name the attacker but tell us that it was in fact her brother. He's been charged with attempted murder. This is CBS News. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, Rocket can. 7.03, Monday morning, July 18th. Hot and humid, and again today, storms are likely later. Highs in the low 90s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour, a domestic dispute in Springfield ended with the death of a woman. And Fairfax County Police are on the hunt now for her husband. It was just after noon on Sunday when Fairfax County Police were first notified. Lieutenant Dan Spital of the Fairfax County Police. Officers were called to the 5200 block of Rolling Road uh, for an individual who was stabbed inside of a home. Uh, the individual 
Jose Hernandez Mejia contacted a family member. He asked his family member to come to the scene um, and explain to his family member that he had just stabbed his wife. Police say Mejia then fled in a 2016 black Honda HRV with Virginia plates TXV1986. Authorities issued a warrant for second-degree murder. They say Mejia should be considered armed and dangerous, and they're asking him to surrender. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. We now know the name of the off-duty police officer who shot and killed a man near busy restaurants down at the wharf in D.C. over the weekend. Investigators still trying to sort out exactly what happened. Shortly after 9 p.m. Saturday night, D.C. police say surveillance video captured 23-year-old Lazarus David Wilson running near the wharf in southwest D.C. brandishing a gun. According to the Washington Post, off-duty D.C. commander Jason Bagshaw saw Wilson, pulled out a gun, gave a command to stop, and when the man didn't, Bagshaw opened fire, killing him. He's now on administrative leave. Investigators are probing the case to determine exactly what happened. Another question they want answered, why was Wilson carrying a bag filled with $30,000? Gigi Barnett, WTOP News. 7.05 now on a midshipman at the U.S. Naval Academy has died. The Academy has not yet announced the identity of that midshipman, but they do say that foul play is not suspected in this case. The cadet died yesterday, and no other details have been provided. This is the second cadet to have died this year. Last month, 24-year-old Taylor Connors of Utah died while on leave from the academy. Well, it won't help drivers this morning, but Loudoun County's got plans to improve one of Northern Virginia's busiest commuter routes. This is Route 50 near South Riding. Loudoun County Parkway and Route 50 is the most important intersection in the southern part of Loudoun County. Fellow Supervisor Malaterno says this intersection has the most traffic volume and a lot of crashes. The county just got $35 million to eventually build a highway interchange to replace these traffic lights. In the past two decades, they've been replaced on Routes 28 and 7. This is now the first Route 50 project. Laterno says it's a step toward getting the state and federal funding needed to actually build an interchange here. In Loudoun County, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A person is dead after a crash at the intersection of Kettering Drive and Kettering Place in Prince George's County last evening. Police say that the car with five people inside left the roadway and crashed into a tree. A female passenger was taken to a hospital and pronounced dead a short time later. The driver and the remaining passengers were treated for injuries at a local hospital. Police are continuing to investigate the cause of this crash. Coming up after traffic and weather, police are asking for help finding a murder suspect after a weekend shooting in Tacoma Park. It's 7.07. Here's a highlight from Dan Carroll, the field CTO for cybersecurity in the office of the CTO for Dell Technologies Federal Systems on the Zero Trust Cyber Exchange presented by Kerasoft. What we've done at Dell is we've created what we're calling our pillar approach. We have device, user, transport, application, and data trust. And then across all of that, you have analytics and logging, and that drives automation and compliance. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Zero Trust Cyber Exchange. IT's role in delivering a modernized user experience, regardless of location, provides a competitive advantage, providing a flexible, productive work experience while maintaining security helps attract and retain the best talent. Dell Technologies helps accelerate hybrid work, protects data and devices, and enables intelligent user experiences. Empower employees and IT to do their most productive and rewarding work from anywhere with Dell Technologies. Embrace the future of work at DellTechnologies.com federal.
Good morning. It's 7.08. Get a Precision AC 2.0.